coming up and told to go to to get your healing and stay blind while you're going so he had to go to his healing feeling his way to it feeling his way to the healing see y'all some of y'all don't know nothing about that because you you know you should know no lord you need to remove some of this so then i can go no no jesus said no you need to go right now while you're in the issue that's what he had to do while he was blind he went hello and thank you for joining us on one by one the podcast ministry of quench life christian fellowship here's something to think about How often do you stop and reflect on the lessons you've learned in life? Daily? Weekly? Never? Thankfully, we have a teacher who doesn't mind teaching and reteaching the most important things we need to know. In the message series, Lessons from Walking with Jesus, Pastor Robert unpacks some truths we can depend on, taken directly from the life and perspective of the greatest teacher that ever lived and those who walked with him. Here's the continuation of the message, the master teacher. And so it says in John um, chapter 3, 18 and 19, same writer, same writer of the passage we re- were reading. It says, whoever, Jesus talking again, whoever believes in him is not condemned, talking about the son, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. So they watched Jesus bring light to dark places. They watched Jesus cause souls to be saved. They saw it. It was right there. They saw Jesus. Your faith hath made you whole. (laughs) They saw him. They they heard it. They was right there. Right? They, They watching this. And They're learning. Jesus is the master teacher. So everything he did with them was a lesson. He was teaching when he said, your faith has made you whole. He was teaching them. So you know by walking with Jesus that, yeah, this world needs some light. You see it every place you go. We just Celebrated 420 a few weeks ago. Not we, no, thank you, dear. When I say, when I say, <laughs> hey, 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 that was a, that was, that was a slip. That was a slip, y'all, now. I didn't, I, you know, I, I'm, when I say we, I was just, the world, the world, yeah, yeah. Thank you, man, you know, thank you. You know, I, you know, <laughs> they talking about 420. You know, one of y'all, I ain't going to say no names, joked with me on 420 and said, so, Pastor, what you doing for 420? <laughs> 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 and we laughed about it, you know. But my point is this, is that y'all know that the, the world needs some light. And, and then folks in 420 say, yeah, you got a light? <laughs> I guess they say, yeah, I do need a light. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I wasn't talking about that kind of light. That's not the kind of light I was talking about, brother. I'm, I'm sorry, brother. But I'm, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And so we know. We walk with Jesus. We see the darkness. And Jesus has commissioned us to be the light of the world. And look what he says there. And, and it's because of the love of darkness that condemnation comes. Why folks is not getting saved. And it is through the light that brings salvation and makes a difference in the world. Fifth lesson. Sometimes Jesus will help you in ways that you don't expect. Sometimes Jesus will help you in ways that you don't expect. John 9, 6 says, after saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. So are y'all there? You're a disciple now. You're watching all of this. You saw Jesus. You asked Jesus a question about the blind man. He tells you why he was born that way, and then Jesus spits on the ground. You're watching it. You're a disciple. You're, you're a learner. You're, this is a teacher, right? He spits on the ground. Now, you saw him spit on the ground. You saw him take that dirt and spit and make some clay. The blind man didn't see all of that. He, he couldn't see all of that, right? But you saw it. And can you imagine what they must have been thinking? Jesus, what you about to do? Pete, you see that? He just put spit on that man's eyes. <laughs> yo, yo, they must have been tripping like, did y'all see that? John, John, you see that? Matt, Matt, Bart, 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 did you see that? <laughs> yo, you know, he's put spit on the man's eyes and dirt. What are you doing? What's up with that? Sometimes Jesus will do some unexpected stuff for your betterment. It will happen. You won't even expect it. I, I, see, sometimes your, your, your blessing comes from places you didn't expect it to come. In fact, you were running from the way it came. But it, God loved you so much, it ran you down. Because God wanted you to get the blessing of it, even though you ran from it. And you ran because you didn't think that was God working on your behalf. The disciples watched all of this. So maybe, maybe some of us are still in this situation because we have not let Jesus spit on our eyes, figuratively. We have not endured that thing that we didn't want to expect. We think that's not a blessing in it. And maybe that's why you're still where you are. Why you ain't getting the breakthrough you were looking for. Because you haven't been willing to let <laughs> that thing that you detest to partake of it and to utilize it for your betterment. Lesson number six, 
Sometimes you get to your blessing in spite of your issue. Sometimes you get to your blessing in spite of your issue. John 9, 7 says, Jesus talking again to the blind man. He says, go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. Look what Jesus said. He declared that the man is blind so that God um, will be glorified through him and in him. So the, the man's issue was that he was blind. And Jesus tells a blind man, <laughs> you, you, got, you got that? He tells a blind man to go. He tells, a, he tells a blind man to go wash in a pool after he put spit on his eyes. He, he didn't say, okay, let me, let me give you a little sight so you can see where you're going. He left him in the state of his issue and told him to go in the state. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See, sometimes, sometimes while you're waiting, you're thinking, um, I need to get some relief from my issue before I go. Now, that ain't what happened here. He was blind and told to go to, to get your healing and stay blind while you're going. So he had to go to his healing, feeling his way to it. <laughs> feeling his way to the healing. See, y'all, some of y'all don't know nothing about that because you, you know, you said, no, no, Lord, you need to remove some of this so then I can go. No, no, Jesus said, no, you need to go right now while you're in the issue. That's what he had to do. While he was blind, he went. So stop waiting. Go. Remember, you got limited time. So while you're waiting, you might be wasting some of your time to get it done, what God got for you. Stop waiting for the perfect situation, the perfect circumstances before you start to move. For God to use you and you can do what he put you here to do. We're waiting for external things to happen, to change for before we go. And God is saying, no, no. You need to change. You need to change, but the change is not external. The change is internal in the way that you're thinking. The change needs to happen in, your, happen in your attitude about your situation. That's where the change, you, you're looking for an external change. You, you're waiting for your ship to come in. You, you're waiting to get that, that check. and You're waiting to get that new job. You're waiting to find that person. You're waiting to get that car, whatever it is. And, and God is saying, no, what needs to change is your attitude. The way that you see yourself, the way you see your life. I know what I'm talking about because that, 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 that was a time. It, it, took me, it, it took me a time. I, got, I, was, I, was, I my, my attitude wasn't right. 
um, um, when, 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 it, when it came to me uh, making a decision to go ahead and go back to school, uh, I, 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 was, I was putting it off for various reasons, what reasons I thought was good. You know, I, you know, I don't, I don't, it's going to cost a lot of money. You know, I, I don't want to, I want to make a sacrifice for my family and, and I'm good. I'll be all right. Just like this, you know, just make sure my family got what they need. And, you know, it was going to cost me money and time. And I was like, I, you know, I don't have all that kind of money. I was letting limitations limit me. And it wasn't until God <laughs> took my year, my job away after 24 years that I decided, you know what? I'm going back no matter what it cost. And it changed my life. It, it, it made me better uh, take care of my family. Y'all understand what I'm saying? I remember, I remember I was in class one day, and we were talking about something, and I told the, I told the teacher, we were, they, they, she was asking us about our, our hopes and dreams and what do we want to get out of our education and all those kinds of things. And I said some stupid thing like, you know, I'm not so sure if um, getting my degree is going to help me in my career. Stupid. Y'all don't, don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Oh, I got to tell you, since you don't hear me, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. I got to tell you. Uh, I'm a, uh, three months, th three months after my degree was conferred, three months after my degree was conferred, oh. this, this position came open at my job that the job never had before. This was a new position. Never had it. Three months after my degree was conferred. I read through the job announcement and they might as well have just put my name on it. Y'all don't hear me. I mean, every, every bullet was me. Was my, my work career, my education, my skill set, my attitude, my giftings, my, all of it was me. I read through it, I said, this is me. This is me. And I said, God, God, y'all don't hear me? You don't hear me? I'm now making more money than I ever made. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? It changed my life. And for the first time in my career, I have a job that fits, my, fits me, that fits my skill set, that fits my passions. Because y'all know I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. That's who I am. I'm just a teacher. God made me that way. And so now I'm a technical training. I mean, God is bad. God, and I mean that in a good way. But I had to change my attitude because I, 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 I thought I was making decisions based upon what was good for my family. But God says, no. No, you're operating from a scarcity mindset. Do you know who I am, son? God says you need to operate from an abundance mindset. Stop letting, and that's why I told y'all, God knew he had to tell me when I was in the hospital to not be afraid and don't let the not enoughs hold you back. 
Yeah, he knew I needed to hear that. That was a problem I had. But not no more, y'all. I ain't got that problem. Not no more. Uh -huh. Oh, no. I'm, I'm a different guy now. Uh, oh, yeah. And I want to tell you all of this to encourage you. To encourage you. To go get your blessing in spite of your issues. Go get it. Go. Be about it. Watch what God does. I'm a living witness. Number seven. Oh, I'm going to say one more thing about the lesson I learned from walking with Jesus in my issue. The greatest lesson I learned was how to trust God, even with the limitations. That's the, that's the biggest thing I got out of it. It's that God, wow, I didn't expect that. You knew you was working the whole time. Yeah. Number seven, you will be blessed if you obey what he says. You will be blessed if you obey what he says. John 9, 7 says, he said to him, go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seen. Real simple, y'all. <laughs> y'all see the simplicity in that? Jesus said, go, wash in the pool. He didn't say, well, Jesus, which pool are you talking about? When Jesus said, well, I told you, he just he said the pool of Siloam. You, you know what that is. Yeah, I know how to, I'm blind, Jesus. You know I'm blind, right? <laughs> Y'all get this? He didn't say all of that. He didn't say, he didn't, he didn't say, Jesus, can you say that again? He heard him the first time. And Jesus says, go and wash. He know what go means. He knows what wash means. You know what go means. I said, while you're dealing with your issue, you know what go means. He says, go and wash. And here's the simplicity. So the man went. I'm wondering, are you going to just go? <laughs> just go. The man went and washed. And then... Real simple, what happened? He came back home. He went, yeah, he went to wash like this. <laughs> he came back home like, like this. Y'all don't understand. Y'all understand what I'm saying. <laughs> and it was just because he was obedient. That's all it was. He was just obedient. That's it. So you will be blessed if you just be blessed. If you just obey what he says. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. 
If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I've made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. So I got a question for you. Is there someone or is there something you change about yourself so that people won't associate you with Jesus? Just, yeah, just ask me the question. Is there, is, there, is there a modification you make in the things you say, what you do, where you go, or something, just so people don't associate you with Jesus? Do you, are you one of the ones who, uh, in certain environments, take your cross, the, the cross on your chain, and put it behind your shirt? Thank you for listening. 